What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Ever Adaptive Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, along with my co-host here, Sarah Budzen. What's up, guys? It's been a minute. We missed last week. Yeah. It felt so weird. I know. It felt so wrong. I felt like I I need to jump on Instagram and be like, I'm sorry, guys. We'll be back. I know. Right. We're not ghosting you. I promise. No. No, It's, um... It definitely felt weird to not put anything out last week. It's been, it's a habit now, but life was lifing and that's kind of- Life was lifing. Bringing us to our podcast episode. (laughs) We're going to do a life update for you guys. Um, We're very good at being cryptic and I think we're just over it. (laughs) So- update we even had we even had different I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you I have to interject here like we had different plans for today's podcast and those fell through too so we're just like all right let's just fucking rip the band-aid that's honestly I feel like it was bound to happen like it happened for a reason so we have a really good interview that is going to be coming for you guys but those fell through like literally five minutes ago so it's (laughs) we're just supposed to talk about this we're just gonna make it make it happen. Stay ever adaptive. Pivot when necessary. And here we are. We just have to let everyone know what's going on. So I've been like, pivot has been like my word today. Um, And you know, that episode of friends where Ross is trying to get the couch up the stairs. Yes. And he just keeps screaming. That's all that like pops in my head when we talk about that. I feel like I get that a lot whenever I say it, like on any of my captions or anything like that. That's all. Yeah. (laughs) We're pivoting. All right. (laughs) We're pivoting. I will start because. (laughs) Yeah. Well, last like update that I have kind of put on here was like, guys, I was mid prep. Well, I had started prep. Mm -hmm. Um, Everything was moving along. And then everything life happened again (laughs) here we are um I was kind of I was in the beginning stages of prep with show dates in mind but nothing concrete or anything like that um and I actually reached out to Becky's coach (laughs) and consult call with Mark and that just really aligned really well um I felt really good about it and um, we actually pulled out of prep because f- when I had that call with him, he just looked at everything so objectively, which I was just like, and I need this. Like, I really, really need this. And I know that having that objective eye for, okay, here's what I have improved over the last three years of being away from stage, but what do I need to further fine tune before actually stepping on a national stage and presenting a physique that I am fully proud of and happy with, with my time away. Yeah. And the way that he framed it was you step on a national stage right now, they're still going to tell you that you're too small. And I was like, fuck. All right. (laughs) So we got to What? I was gonna say like that killed my heart when you told me that because you're so much bigger than me and I'm like god damn it <laughs> where does it end where does, where it, does end? it end <laughs> when do I get to compete <laughs> but this is a long game as we all know so um 
fine tuning what needs to actually be worked on. And then he brought up a good point of, okay, well, let's do some assessing and kind of see where everything is at internally. At that time, I was waiting on my final blood work to come through. That was shit. Um, So it was a really good hindsight, really good thing in that this all played out the way that it did because there's some health things that I need to address, nothing detrimental or anything, just gut issues um, from chronic stress over the last year, year and a half, two years straight. Yeah. (laughs) That'll do it. And um, just things that we really need to get into a better position and then so fix everything internally grow a little bit, do a couple of growth phases and then dial it in so that everything's in a better starting point for when I do prep. So I'm not competing this year. I've already been away from the stage for three years. What's another at this point? <laughs> Is it really three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. May okay. will be three years. So what's another at this point to make sure that I actually bring a physique that I am fully proud of and like actually happy with the time and intent that I've put into that time away. So I'm, let's see, two, two and a half weeks with Mark now and there's a lot coming to light, which is really cool. Um, fully, we kind of like implemented things in phases, just to like a observation phase. He completely revamped my training, which is, it's not too different from me, from what I was doing, but it's definitely a little bit different. Um, obviously focusing on time under tension and just executing with intent, everything with, like I was so used to just, doing everything to failure. That's just how I've done it for a long time, but we've needed to reduce stressors. So, and I love, okay, I'm just going to jump in there really fast because we just had Joey on the last episode and he he trained and there was a portion in there where you're like, well, why would you train RAR? (laughs) And now it's like, here we are. (laughs) There are, yeah, there's portions where it is it is necessary. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is necessary. And that's another thing too. Like I'm not doing any fucking cardio. Yes. Which and is she crazy. freaked out at first. I was unwell. But your body is doing so good without it. I am. Yeah. Everything is definitely like sustaining. I'm kind of holding still weight wise. Um, But like these biomarkers that we're paying attention to they're trending in the right way already mm-hmm. already and I've only fully been on this meal plan for to today will be two full days so like it's progressing quickly um but I mean I'm sure that there's going to be you know plenty of bumps along the way but it was definitely the right decision I know that like it's, it's it was really fun to have my training revamped. I've been training the same style for like four plus years at this point. So it was really cool to have that kind of switch up and to see that's the kind of like cool thing from making these moves is seeing like different approaches to coaching and training and just everything. So 
I feel really confident with my decision. I'm really happy about it. I mean, I've, I've been following Mark for years. I've been following Mark since before I was even in my last prep. And, um, then when you, when you started with him and I was like super intrigued to hear like how everything went with you. And I know that you've just had a really good experience with him. He's very meticulous. He's very detail oriented. He gives a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like he really like, cared. You know, yeah, yeah, you can feel it. And it's, it's, it's a, a move that I'm very certain of. And I'm very happy that I made this move. Cause I know that in the long run, even though it's, you know, that delayed gratification, sorry, um, <laughs> that it was, it's the best thing overall for the, the outcome that I want when it's time. Yeah. I love that. I'm just so proud of you for being adaptive because you were so set on prep and then life life and you had to figure out what you were going to do and just being very receptive to what Mark had to say and giving him just full control. I'm proud yeah. of you doing that. Thank you. And it's, it's fun because like you and I can kind of bounce ideas off of each other too. Cause like we're under the same, <clears throat> same ship same guidance yeah. right um and who knows we can maybe even could be prepping together at some point <laughs> I hope so once life is like settled down a little bit <laughs> but just give me a month than... of like this that, that would be wonderful <laughs> but other than that I mean that's kind of just like the biggest the biggest change lately for me was because I mean we are so like bodybuilding, right? Very broad, right? Bodybuilding lifestyle. That's what you and I live and breathe mm -hmm. like day in, day out. Like we're following a meal plan. We're, you know, thinking about our training. We are thinking about our car. Like this is just ingrained in what we do. And so it's such a big part of our lives. And to have my, that was a really hard switch for me, even though I was only, you know, a few weeks into prep, but like from being like hammer out cardio, hammer out my training, be, you know, spot on with my diet, which I'm still spot on with my diet. It's just, okay, we've had to make these necessary adjustments, but like we've pulled back a lot and going from that switch from, all right, it's time to climb the mountain to nope, actually we're back to riding the wave. Like, <laughs> It's hard. Like I'm only training. I'm only train. It's we have cut back a lot. You're I'm only training three times a week. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was four, but it's four every. I'm on a ten day rotation, so four every ten days. So essentially, it's only three three days a week. Um, because that was something he said too. He's like, if you try and fit these four days into a week, you are going to smoke your CNS even more than it already is, which is very counterproductive to what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> so. I love that too. I love the way that he coaches just because it is very, well, it's very athlete dependent, but it's also very like whole person. Yes. Dependent too. Right. Right. Yeah. He takes into a lot of consideration of a lot of different areas as mm -hmm. I mean you know I mean you have had so much going on and he's helped you a lot not just physically right yeah 
yeah, I mean, he's given book recommendations. He's pulled me off training completely when life is crazy. When that old mindset is like you said, you're climbing that mountain. It's just a, we go, go, go no matter what. And at the end of the day, while there's a time and place for that, and we do need that sometimes it can be very counterproductive for what we're trying to do. And sometimes you need those outside perspectives to step in and be like, Hey, this is when you need to pull back. Right? Yes. Yeah. Cause we won't, we literally as athletes, we won't. Yeah. And that's why it was so hard for me for to be in control of things myself where I was just like tunnel vision mm-hmm. and it's like, Nope. Look at these things objectively at all given circumstances. My life has been pretty hellacious for the last year straight. (laughs) I know that I've handled it really well and I feel like I'm in a good mental spot, but there are physical signs that show that that stress is still causing issues and still there is this residual effect that has happened from all of this stress, even though like I feel mentally the best I ever have. And that's why I was so like, I'm in such a good spot to be in a prep. Cause like, I feel great, but physically plus labs, like, Hey, there's all of these clues that X, Y, Z is going on. Let's get to the root of this. Let's scale back, reduce stressors, figure out why these things are downregulated. Why, we have this watery look when you're on X amount of calories and doing X amount of cardio X amount of days a week where it shouldn't be that way. And to me, it's just like, well, this is just kind of how my body's always been. And so I just push harder. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) well, now we can fine tune that and Coming the best you ever have. And right. I love that you talk about like, okay, so you felt really mentally good, but your body still had the signs of stress. I feel like a lot of us need to remember that, that yeah, we can feel really damn good, but your stress, it can be perceived in so many different ways mm-hmm. and physically is, it, it's going to show up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So get your yeah. labs done. Yeah. <laughs> get your labs done and just these different things that like he has us check like off daily, right? That's just yeah. biofeedback of, you know, what is actually going on day to day. It's very helpful to just keep an eye on like, where's your sleep at? Which we're going to, guys, we're going to do a sleep episode eventually. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> soon. Right it's now. coming soon. We'll say it soon. So yes. we are accountable. Um, But just keeping track of all of these different things so that we can pay attention to, okay, well, this happened this day and your blood sugar was spiked this day because of, you know, there's just so many things that go into it and so many like different clues where you're just like, oh, okay, like I see now. And Mm -hmm. it is so hard for me to rest, but I know like in my heart of hearts after hitting brick wall after brick wall after brick wall after brick wall for so fucking long that like I truly need this time to let my body 
recover from the immense amount of bullshit that has happened in the last year. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all I and have. Here's, and here's where I'm going to be cryptic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That is what it is. Um, but it plays such a big after effect where it's like, yeah, I feel awesome, but my labs and my, my visual physique show that I should, I shouldn't look this way right now with everything that I have in place. So let's see what's going on. And I just appreciate him so much for being so objective. And like, luckily I have the capacity to be open to that. Cause that was on our initial call. He's like, I was just hoping that you weren't going to be dead set on these show day plans. And I, that's the first thing I said to him. I said, here's my projected timeline, but I want you to know that I'm not married to it. If we need to do something and switch things around and push off whatever you think is best, because I mean, by the time I had already, this is the kind of person I am. By the time I had already hopped on a console call with him, I was pretty sure I had my mind made up already. Like yeah. I've done enough research. I've been following for long him for long enough. I used to listen to his podcast all the time. Like I have a good gauge of the person you are, the style that you coach, and then your testimony of it. Like my mind was pretty much already made up. And so it was like, I already have enough trust in you. So literally whatever you say, let's run it. I think that that is important too. Um, that you did your due diligence before you got on a console call, but then you also got on that console call with like, yeah, you're 98% in, but like you still have that 2%. So I think that's important. Um, but then also going back to what you said of you're not married to your timeline. I just want to reiterate that, like when you are so stuck on, I don't know. I just like when, when it's November and you're planning out your show for September of next year, like there's so many things that could happen. Like you can't be so married to I'm doing that show or I'm doing a show in September. What if something happens and you have to just completely pull out a prep? Like mm-hmm. it's okay to keep that quiet into yourself and just do your thing. Just do your work. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and that's why like it was so it was really hard for me to say like, well, these are potential plans because like I had my surgery. I didn't know what recovery was going to look like. That's another thing, you know, a physical stressor on my body. I mean, I feel recovered and I feel great, but it's still cause it was still a a trauma to my body. Yeah. So yeah. And just having that mentality of being open to okay, this is what I would like to happen. This is what I have in plans for, you know, in place for plans potentially. But I know that if someone that I have trust in of their knowledge and everything that like, okay, I'm putting my health and all of my well-being (laughs) into your hands I know that you are going to make the right, the the best educated call on if I should do this or not. Yeah. Was it a bummer? Fuck yeah. I really wanted to compete this year. Like I really wanted to compete this year because I just, I, I'm like, it's been three years. Like I can't wait to return. I know that I've made awesome improvements, which I know that I have, but zooming out, 
do I know that there are areas that I can be better in? 1000%. Mm-hmm. Would I rather take care of those now or prolong those improvements from happening by taking 20 weeks to diet down? And now I'm a whole half a year behind in progress. Yes. Yeah. That's so important because you could do that, but that is just prolonging the inevitable because you're going to take all of that time away dieting down and then more time after the show, because now you have to reverse and you have to get your hormones into a good place again Mm -hmm. and then fix everything else that's going on with gut. And then, okay, now we can grow. So More than six months behind. Yes, exactly. You're pretty much a year behind at that point. Right. And then it's like, well, what did I just do all of this for? Yeah. And spend all the money, spend all the time with travel, all of that stuff. Like it's just so good that you listened and now you're going to be able to come in. And when you know that you're coming in, like, you know, that you did everything and like you are on it. Right. And I know that you can completely relate in this sense because after master nationals and you did Pittsburgh after that again. Yeah. And I know that it was like a really big bummer to you that you were like, Oh, like we keep gunning for this. But like when you, when you started with Mark and had that objective opinion, right of these are the things that we need to work on for you to be a first call out athlete on a national stage, at least. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's hard to switch that gear, but it's the microwave mentality, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like so many times we'll just hear well, you can make these improvements in six months and then we'll get you back on stage. Like you're right there. Especially I was like fourth and then I don't even remember for North Americans, but then I got 16th in not masters and just open. And I don't want that. Like I want first call out. So I need to take the time to fix my gut, fix my hormones, get my period back. And then we can grow. Cause at this point, yeah, I'm training and I can grow and I can already see that I've put on some density, but we're not even to a point that we're in like a growth phase mm-hmm. and I'm five months post-show. So yeah, it's, it's a lot. But then also like, I see it from my perspective too, where I did spend all the money on the national shows, like that's down the drain and where I'm at in life right now, it'd be really nice to have that money back. But it was also experience. It was. Yeah. I want to cut you. I want to cut you off there because it was also good experience for you. Um, But it's, it's that knowing, you know, was it well invested? Maybe. Exactly. It was life experience. Um, So that was a good investment, but. And more stage experience is never going to be a bad thing. Yeah. But if you're aiming for what you're aiming for. We need to know when to take that necessary time. Yep, exactly. Um, well, I guess I'll dive into mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I am, we'll start with uh, athlete stuff. Kind of touched on it. I'm still in gut protocol. 
I've been in gut protocol since October. Forever. <laughs> yeah, forever. Um, and it really does come down to stress and how I perceive stress. And so that is what I'm working on right now. I'm working with Bulletproof Minds, which they are on Instagram. Um, highly recommend if you're an athlete, follow them. Even if you don't hire them, follow them because she does work really well with bodybuilders. Um, so working on that and, um, yeah, it, it really does come down to the only thing that's holding me back in this gut protocol is me. So that's really what I'm working on. And life is lifing guys. Um, I am putting my life in boxes today. That's probably why I look like this while we're recording. Um, I keep looking at myself in the, the video and if you're just listening, I'm sorry, but, um, I promise we've both looked way worse. That's <laughs> true. At least I have some like meat on my cheeks and it's, yeah. like, it's Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> um, no makeup, but that's fine. Um, but no, uh, navigating a separation and as a mom, going back into the workforce. It's, it's been rough. It's been a rough few months to say the least. Um, but we're here, we're here. And you're fucking killing it. Like, honestly, the amount of shit you're juggling, I'm just like, oh, oh probably why I'm still in gut protocol. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thousand percent why you're still in gut <laughs> I mean, the nicest way possible because there's been just been a lot there's guys what Becky has been navigating on top of moving and separation and like there are so many like micro things that are just really bizarre too that have just been like dumped into your lap in the meantime and you sent me this voice memo a few days ago, I listened to it when I was on the treadmill getting steps in the other day, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Um, you said, I know there's a purpose for this, but like right now it just feels like there's just a fire hose of shit going on. Right. And I want you to go into what my response was to you. This is an opportunity for me to everything that we preach on here. I literally have the opportunity right now to it's like bet. Like you said that Becky, but bet. Let's see if you actually are going to live by that. And I'm going to tell you, you framed it as put your money where your mouth is. And I was like, yep, that's it. That's yeah. Thank you. Cause I'm like, do not remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's putting, put your money where your mouth is. And that is something that I hold so highly for people that I'm in a relationship with, like friendship, relationship, whatever. Like you can say all these things, but let me see through your actions. And God is saying, Hey, you're saying all these things. Let's, let's see through your actions. Um, and there are days where I completely fail and I am completely humbled. And I'm like, man, I did not uphold who I said that I am. Um, but it's just a learning curve and every single little micro thing that happens, it's something else that I get to learn through 
And I, I think I've told you this, but I keep telling at least my oldest this. I'm like, there is such a purpose to our lives and we might not know it yet, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, all the shit storm that we have walked through in life, there is a purpose for us being here. And I think that's pretty cool. And some days that's all that like pushes me through. <laughs> right. And I, I know in that same voice memo, I had said to you, like, it, it doesn't feel like it now. Right. But looking back at this season of everything that's been going on for you since, you know, the last four or five months, like you're, you're going to look back and be like, I fucking did that. Like there was so much thrown at you at so at, at one very short amount of time within family, within relationships, within yourself, within career, within living, within your everything. Everything. And, and no, we're not perfect day to day. We're not going to be. But as long as we know that we're doing our best and we're growing in some capacity, that's all that matters. You know, we we also have to give ourselves that grace, right? And it's like that that quote that I shared the other day. And I was like, this is exactly applicable to, to it. Like, I never promised perfection, just growth. Yeah. And that is just such, it's so true within everything that we do. It's like, we're going to fuck up. We're going to mess up. We are not perfect. And everything that we preach and everything that we, we want to be, I mean, (laughs) how many people in my life recently have put on this facade of this is who they are and they don't with, they don't withstand that. They don't hold that up. Yeah. And it's like. I don't want to be that. No. Like I want to be the person where like people are like Sarah, like she walks that, like she lives that she breathes that. And there are times where, you know, I, I'm not perfect. I don't make the right decision, but I know that in my heart of hearts, I'm doing the best I fucking can at the roots of what I am because of my outlook and my intention and my purpose, that that is what guides me. It's like you can only do, where was I going with this? You can only do as well as you know, in this moment, like we're learning, we're growing. Um, but we can't, I don't know where I was going with this. I had it and it's gone. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, that was me. Um, but going back to what you said with the people that did not uphold who they said that they were, they talked in really good game and then couldn't hold it up when it came to put their money where their mouth is. There is so much energy that is put into that facade that is exhausting. And I have been one of those people in the past. Like I have thought that I have to be this perfect person and I have it all together. And 
I was cracking <laughs> on the inside. So like, if that is something that you struggled with, like, just know that like everyone freaking does it, but just own, own your shit. Be transparent. Yeah. Own yeah. Your shit. Take accountability. Like that's the biggest thing is just take fucking accountability for your actions. You know, if I am the first person like before anyone else could call me out, if I fuck up, I'm like, guys, I fucked up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know I fucked up because I don't want that. I put enough pressure on myself. I am my biggest critic. Like I know right away if I mess up and I will own that and I will take that to my grave. As long as I know I did my best. Maybe my vision was clouded in that, that moment in time, but Okay. What happened and how do I do differently moving forward? How do I use that as a learning experience to move forward? As long as there's growth there, that I'm okay with it. But don't act like you're this perfect person and put on this facade and preach and talk down on other people. If you're not living and breathing that that growth too if you can't take that accountability for when you when you do fuck up for when you misstep for when you aren't that person yeah it it makes talk is cheap right like talk is cheap own your shit I love that mic drop talk (laughs) is cheap own your shit um (laughs) put that on a (laughs) t-shirt right I am that's my slogan um but yeah that's pretty much my life update it's a shit storm and we're navigating and you know guys if you're my friend and you text me and I don't text you back I love you (laughs) I I will get get to it in about two years (laughs) I literally had someone text me the other day and I think I texted back like eight hours later and I was like I'm so sorry. I've honestly just been avoiding my text all day because there's too many of No, it honestly, like, I will get to a point where I just need, like, quiet and I will put my phone on do not disturb because it's too mentally draining to even, like, open a text and read it. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. And then I just super behind and, like, it's, I'm, I'm honestly the worst at that. But, like, listen, I got to I got to take care of my, my mental. <laughs> like, oh yeah. But then when I like, am in a spot where I feel like I can like handle it. I like dry fire responses. <laughs> Same. The voice message is like my best friend because yep. I will go right through it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's us. You got anything else? No cats out of the bag everywhere. <laughs> it's out. Yeah. Rip, yeah. Rip, rip the band-aid right off. <laughs> that literally was was what this is gonna be called. Rip the band-aid off. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's good and it's not and it's terrible and it sucks and it's draining and it's fantastic. So like but but you're feeling everything and you're not staying there. That's the most important thing is like you're feeling it and you're like, all right we I can't stay here like I gotta move forward and proceed in some way like you can't let that cripple you or hinder you from making your next step because 
all that's going to do is just crush you. Exactly. And that's been a big thing that I've been learning is like, we can think about our feelings and we can think like, oh, I thought about my feelings. So I'm feeling it or feeling it and like letting your body feel it and get rid of it then instead of storing it. And that's when we get our gut issues and we get our BG high and sleep is shit. Like all of those things, like they really do like these big life things that you go through, they will show up in your data, in your Mm -hmm. biofeedback and you have to handle them because it will just compound. Yep. That's my takeaway. (laughs) That's great. Um, it's, that's all I got to say. It's all right. That's where we're at with with everything. Um we have some fun episodes coming up. We have some really cool things planned. We have more guests, we have different topics. Um, but if you guys can think of anything too that you guys want us to talk about, shoot them our way. We're always open to that. Um whether it has to do with bodybuilding or not you know we're gonna do that one on sleep we're working on that we want that to be a little bit more educational um and how it can like affect everything but we have a lot on deck for this year I'm really excited about it um we I'm bummed that we took the last week off but honestly I think we needed it (laughs) no we did we honestly did I saw something last night that was like 2024 is going to start in February. I'm like, yep, I feel that. So <laughs> it already started, but no, I mean, it's the same thing. Take a second when you need to, you know, mm-hmm. life is lifing all and, and it's not absolutely necessary to push through and be in a push phase. If you have the the time and the space to pull back and breathe fucking take it like it goes against everything that I have done and has been ingrained in me for so long and it's completely foreign to me to take this step back and take this rest like I still am like you mean I can sit on the couch or like just walk instead of doing cardio just get like just get my steps in are you sure like I yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to gain 30 pounds <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> but it's been two and a half weeks and I'm I've actually had a drop in the scale over that time. So yeah. That speaks for itself. It's just like I feel better. My body does feel better. Like I retrospectively, it's like, yep. I was so used to pushing through the fatigue and the, my body hurting and just not feeling right that taking this step back in this rest, I know my body's just like, thank you. (laughs) Honestly, it is. And I just want to repeat that. Like if you are in a spot where you feel like you need to take rest, rest, because we both have learned this very recently and like it's okay to rest Mm -hmm. the stage will always be there obviously if you're like committed and in it 
and you're like there, if it's not groundbreaking, yeah, there's no need to pull out. Don't use anything as an excuse, right? Yeah. But you got to make that recognition of where you're at and what's conducive to the final outcome. I think that would be a good topic we do in the future too. Let me know what you think, but like the difference between excuses and Mm. actually taking rest and actually like doing the things that you need to do because I think listening to your body. Yes. Yeah. So if you guys like that idea, let us know. We'll do an episode on that, but on that note. Band-aids ripped. Here we are. Here we are. Things are about the last day of January. So here's to (laughs) February and hopefully it's a better month. (laughs) It will be. (laughs) We'll see you guys. Bye guys. Bye.